0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Sounds in Cinema podcast.
1: Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer?
0: Welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Terminator edition. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, you know who he is, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hit me, Tom. I now know why you cry. <laughs> I like that choice. It's amazing to you me. You didn't go for the obvious. Uh, well, there's that's the thing. There's a lot of obvious. There's so many obvious. There's so many... Like,
1: there's this there's kind of, like, lots of superficially quotable lines that, right. you know, I and the world are just too tired of to repeat. <laughs> um, But uh, it's amazing to me that all the money, time, talent, and technology that is thrown at these movies, and every time... Um, the storyline boils down to Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it also occurred to me, it's like, as a culture, why can't we make movies about cyborgs that don't end up being Pinocchio? Right. Like, every single one. AI, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. the Terminator series. I mean, it's, it's just crazy to me.
0: I... I'm I'm so glad we're talking, we're t- tackling this series right now. Are you? <laughs> I, I am because well, you're right. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be We definitely can't painful. be accused of spoiling ourselves anymore. <laughs> right. No. And <laughs> that's the thing though. That's the thing though is that if you had asked me 2 weeks ago, hey, what do you think of the Terminator series? <laughs> I probably would have said, you know, a little uneven, but on the whole, it's a good series. <laughs> uh, wh- wh- why did I think that? <laughs> yeah. This series has not earned that, that even that much praise.
1: It's uh, definitely peaks and troughs, uh, highlights and lowlights. Right. It it is not a strong series, and we've it's done three not. we've done three strong series in a row, where you know even even the movies that we didn't rate, we for the most part enjoyed, mm-hmm. and uh, that that all ends. <laughs> we're past judgment day now. I think right here, right now, <laughs> we're in the post apocalypse of uh, well, and I...
0: of of those kinds of series. All right. Well, I guess I'm a little bit, I'm being set maybe a little bit more at ease hearing you say that because Why? I, because <laughs> I've been hearing you reference Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines at an alarming rate for over a year, which it's made my me. Go, think... It's
1: my go-to example of of uh, of I think like a subgenre of sequels that is more legitimate than people give credit for. The sort of the, the comedic self-spoofing sequel. It's also one of my Velveeta films. Okay. <laughs> it's one of my, like, like the Twilight series. Uh, like, anything involving Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's like, I'm fascinated by this. I don't know what it is. I don't understand it. It's kind of a real thing. But it's also not a real thing. <laughs> So, but uh but yeah, I I put I put everything, you know, our off format is It's not food
0: and it's not cheese, but it's food and cheese. Right.
1: Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's not really an actor in any traditional sense, and yet why can't I stop looking at him? Mhm. And laughing at the things he says and does. <laughs> Even though well, he's doing nothing to generate that. Um But I think our format is robust enough that, you know, even with that, the level of fascination I have for that movie, I'm still, it's, it's not gonna, it's, uh, once we get through ranking and good or bad, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, it puts it all into some kind of critical perspective.
0: Well, I hope so, because I I was having, (laughs) I have to admit, just thinking about this series before I went to bed last night, I, I broke out into a flop sweat thinking you're going to put Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines at the top of your list.
1: No, not and... at the
0: very top. <laughs> or am I? <laughs>
1: this could be one big bluff.
0: Well, and that's the thing, because... You know, I, I've i talked before about... J- just in our last series, I, I opened up that ranking episode... Asking you what you value in sequels. Are you are you judging it as a sequel? Yeah. Are you judging it as just a movie and not mm. a sequel? Is it some combination of the two? And I had similar existential crises with this series because I think this series forces you to confront uh what it is you want specifically in a terminator what do you value in a yeah. terminator sequel
1: that's exactly it and and uh you 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 said it perfectly and in many ways this is the mirror image of ranking for the rocky series because that's such a strong right. overall series um that you know ranking is hard but good or bad is easier um whereas with this one it's it's you, you flip that and That'll okay. It's, that, e- I, that, it's, it's yeah. easy. It's easy to rank because, uh, you you can sort of evaluate. You you have a you get have a fairly clear idea of what a Terminator movie's supposed to be, and how each movie lives up to that. And it's also I think it's just Chris. I don't know. To me, it's sort of crystal clear where these movies stand in relation to each other, in terms of a hierarchy. But good or bad is. Is a different proposition here because these these movies don't come out of the gate telling you what they are or what they're supposed to be. Well, f- f- I mean, they're they're sneaky. They're sneaky movies, and the t- the tone
0: of these movies is all over the place. All over the place. They're they're tonally so strange. Yeah. From the get go,
1: I mean, i to I'm each not other, compared to T2 other movies, this, com- you know. What's uh, that? I'm not excluding T2 here either, Terminator. Oh, 2. that's interesting. Because I think that's got some big tonal problems too. Oh,
0: i now I'm interested. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see Terminator two, and then I see four wackadoos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, <laughs> and I disagree. You're not, you're not wrong about you're not wrong about that. But I was I was struck upon this viewing of of Terminator 2 that, like, I think the rot sets in pretty early in a way that I didn't necessarily remember being the case. Wow. Which is not to, you know, tip my hand uh, either way. And I also want to say that I value a lot about these movies. And on the whole, I think I'm probably going to be more generous to them than the critical consensus has been about a lot of them.
0: But I may well, also that, be... I think, I think that was part of my existential crisis as well with this particular series. Trying to decide good, bad. And also, I, I'm going to disagree a little bit. They're, they're... Because four of these sequels are so tonally different from mm. the front half of... Well, from Terminator 1 and 2... Well Terminator 2 so... is very
1: different from Terminator 1. I'm not going to
0: let you get over that. <laughs> no, that it is, but it had to me with purpose. But well, I think the next pur-
1: and they all have purpose. They're not all accidentally being different.
0: I I think well, really? we'll get into we'll get okay, into this okay, later. Okay. For instance, I would argue that Terminator 3 <laughs> is trying to be more like Terminator 2 and 1 and just fails miserably. Whoa! Sorry, not sorry, but you're gonna only... be sorry. <laughs> not only. Hey, remember
1: that nightmare you had last night that brought you out in a sweat? I think it may come true in the next forty-ish minutes.
0: <laughs> um, I, I. I i I've been having a, a difficult time trying to rank really for these movies against each other I really have because wow. that's interesting uh, I have I well I'm not to say I,
1: that I have no issues with it but it was actually clear <laughs> so I hadn't seen two of these movies and my ranking is exactly the same as I thought it was going to be before I saw everything again before before i I assume you had i know you haven't before i rewatched the ones i'd seen and before (laughs) i'd seen the ones i'd never seen my ranking was exactly the same okay which is we sort of like probably for the same reason that i avoided one of those movies (laughs) in the this like i can just smell (laughs) these movies from a distance like even if i haven't seen them Like I just, (laughs) there's a, there's like a good or bad smell around them. And uh, so there was just, it was just very, it was very easy to uh, rank for me. But then maybe, maybe I hold one or two of them in higher esteem than the critical consensus. And then one or two of them lower than the critical consensus. So it all kind of makes sense to me. In a way that perhaps it's more difficult for this
0: is very interesting the, ordi- to me because... the audience
1: and critics at large to understand these movies. I feel like I understand the the spectrum of the of this of the uh, Terminator franchise better than um, me, better than perhaps most. Pe- no, not better. <laughs> be- I'm not using that in a pejorative way. Like I'm saying, I'm able to just go, just sort of say, yeah, this is where it all stands in relation
0: to each other. Um, all right.
1: But then I, I see, but no, but none I, of I them... keep going. Well,
0: carry on. Well, I keep going back to my original thought, which was that, it, you know, I had said if you'd asked me two weeks ago, I'd say, yeah, it's a little uneven, but they're all, you know, it's OK. And then I watch all f- these sequels. And so often I'm thinking this movie. What the fuck yeah. with this movie? And then what after I'm going done watching for, it, that was my
1: biggest thought. Uh, it probably all of these movies, like, what were they going for? If I knew that, mm-hmm. this would be a lot easier to to um, to evaluate. Okay, but I know what I think. The idea of what a Terminator movie should be is clear enough that I'm able to rank easily. Hmm. And you know, see. Fr- Intentionality for me, and, and deliberation is is uh, I, I I see that perhaps more than you do in some of these films.
0: Well I think I think the thing that I struggle with is like you, I think about what were they going for, but in each movie in each sequel, there are there's success in what they were going yeah. for and failure in what they were going for.
1: And But the balance of that's
0: pretty the clear ratio to me. between that for each one, it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's like forty five, fifty five for each one. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with
1: that actually. But uh, yeah, the but that 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 makes. I don't know. I they, they they've they appear to me in a very clear order. I don't. I, I can't say more than that at this point.
0: All right, that's interesting.
1: But let's talk about um, Arnie. Okay. Because we've just done Stallone, right? So this is a lateral
0: move. This is nice that we're doing them back to back.
1: Yeah, it's a lateral move to Schwarzenegger. You know, the two premier action stars of the last forty right. years. And in, there's in the... probably
0: no secret as to who we were in the bag for. Maybe a little bit more.
1: I don't know. I mean, well, we but when we did Batman and Robin, we both agreed that that he he his performance was was the best in the movie, which is mm-hmm. a fairly low bar. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. But um,
0: you know, yeah, you, I don't mean to say that uh, I. I know I, you had that... a run
1: in with him in
0: L.A. Yeah, I heard all about I did. this. I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was unkind to Arnold you Schwarzenegger. Very, you, you, you... <laughs> I feel an appropriate amount of guilt over it,
1: <laughs> but I don't, I don't think, you know, you even need that, uh, to, that being riddled with guilt to appreciate his work in these movies.
0: No, and I and I didn't mean to. I I think I misspoke because I didn't mean to make it seem as though. Uh, excuse me. We both love the... Sly Stallone and hate Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, excuse me. Th- I mean to say, uh, is there somewhere where I can sit? <laughs> I know. I should tell the story. I'm I so dear listeners. I'm working at a restaurant, kind of a tourist trip in Los Angeles, and I had had a bad day. And lo and behold, as I'm trying to walk just to turn in my checkout and go home, who's walking towards me but Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, you have to imagine we're facing each other. To my right and to his left is the bar. Mm. And he said, excuse me, please. Is, do you know if there is a place that I could get a drink? And I looked at him like he was an idiot and then said, yeah. Yeah right there (laughs) and pointed to the bar and he looked over and he said i'm very sorry i just meant do you think maybe there's a place uh a little more private that i could sit and I, and I now I finally get out of my own life and think about this poor guy's life and what it must be like to have everybody looking at you every second of the day. And I said, yes, absolutely. Why don't you have a seat right here and I'll have somebody come over. And in my head, he's like four rows of tables removed from everybody else. Everybody wants to sit by the windows. Yeah. And I thought, you know, he could be left alone. So I go and tell somebody, hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger's over there. Could you go help the poor guy out? And I turn in my checkout, and by the time I get back, his table is surrounded by at least 20 people looking for autographs. And I, in that moment, thought, man, I wish I just took him to the back room where he (laughs) wouldn't have to see anybody. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, on behalf of the Everything Sequel podcast, (laughs) apologies. I mean, that's
1: a that's fabulous. Um, I'm a dick, but no, no, no. For so many, so many reasons, uh, that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can chart. I mean, in the same way. What I found interesting was like having just done Rocky, and you can chart Stallone's star persona through those movies. I think you can do the same with this series mm-hmm. because each movie is a reflection of how a star image has changed. Over time. Like in the context of of when this film is being made. I think. Right. Very clearly. And that's interesting. But I mean, it's an, you know, regardless of, you know, what we think about the movies individually or in comparison to each other. There's no doubt it's a huge film series. Yeah. I mean, in terms of what it did for film technology, the way it's. Well, and
0: I was thinking about that because the 90s open and close. With a couple of movies and a different series in the latter one, but that push filmmaking forward and change filmmaking forever. Terminator 2 is the movie that bookends the front end of that and yeah. changes the way we're we're using technology within film forever.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the and other the other one I seem to talking about is the Phantom Menace. <laughs> no. Let me guess. The think... Matrix. It's the Matrix. Of course, yeah. What people moving fucking
0: slow motion. Overrated. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is you can't deny the influence it's had.
1: No, I, no, I I can't deny. Whether the or not influence you I like it, because is a different every movie thing. I see now has got fucking slow motion in it. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's it's interesting because I spent I. I spent the entirety of of Terminator Two thinking, why why didn't we just stop here in terms of film technology? Like things right. only got worse after this. Yeah, anyway, exactly. Anyway. Um, but beyond that, you know, it, it's really interesting because it was so. It's a series that's so influential on franchise cinema since. Well, not since because it's still an ongoing series. Kind of. Two thousand nineteen was the last entry right but it's also clearly influenced by franchise cinema from the 70s and 80s as well Um, including you know cameron's own aliens Mm -hmm. um so and you just just the time span of the series i mean you know in right like 38 years this series has been around so that's a big deal um but but it, it, yeah, I mean, to actually sit down and, and watch
0: these movies one after the other is a because I had never it done some it before, kind of Tom, And it really, yeah, I mean, it's really something else to watch these movies kind of back to back to back to back to back. But the revelation to me was that this might not be
1: the preferable way of doing this, but it's definitely the right way of doing this. For you to un like understand how good or bad these movies are and where they stand in relation to each other, because I think if I'd have seen one or two of these movies individually outside of the series, I'd have a very different impression of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I'm glad that I saved saved it all up for this, because I've been putting off watching Dark Fate, knowing full well that this day would come, Judgment Day. <laughs>
0: You told me that, yeah. yeah. No, seriously, I was, I was so just surprised like, I kept seeing that it you. My, had...
1: I kept seeing it on my Amazon Prime, and I was like, "No, no, why?" <laughs> just wait. And I'm really glad I did because I feel like I understand that movie better than it. I'd watched it as a new release.
0: Well, and it's interesting you say that because i i had uh, I had different thoughts upon because I saw it in the theater. Big surprise. And what I think about that movie today is different than what I thought about it back then. Uh, but and I have still a theory, of, I, you not know, enough to I, change I, my ranking. Oh, interesting. I, I
1: put. It, I had a theory. I have a, a theory based on that, based on what I think you're talking about. And I think when we get there, we should talk a little bit about direct sequels because. Well, and that's the other thing about, about this, this series. I'm not happy about this trend. This trend in filmmaking towards direct
0: sequels. Th- that's the thing about this series is that every single movie, save for one, is a direct sequel to Terminators One and Two. All of them, except for Salvation. Well, we'll, we'll have to t- we'll have to talk about that. big I mean, I don't know. You
1: can have the luxury of talking about direct sequels in the middle of a Paradox-based (laughs) storyline, right? Exactly. We're back to Planet of the Apes again. You know, this is 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 this are these direct sequels, or is this what we have termed paradoxical storytelling? Only one of these movies owns up to being a direct sequel, but you're absolutely right. Potentially,
0: all of them are. (laughs) No, they all are. Sorry. (laughs) At least. Uh, yeah, because even if you read the notes on IMDb, they say they'll they'll cop to it.
1: But it's it's about is, it's like it it is a but is it de facto direct but, sequel but the, or like self-proclaimed?
0: I think that's a that's a big diff. That's that the, that big might thing. be true, too. But and the thing the thing that's weird about it, especially when you get to Terminator Dark Fate is like Terminator Dark Fate takes something from all the other sequels. Well, this is what, I mean, we'll get there, but this is what annoys
1: me about about direct sequels particularly, is like, it's like, you can you can erase the timeline, but you can't erase that the movies in between have been made and certain things and have happened. been done, and you are not <laughs> the first to do them. Right. Because that cinem- cinematic history exists, even yeah. if the world inside it doesn't in your version of this film. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. Um... All right. <laughs> so I know I, of... you're putting it off, but it, it's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to have to. Part- we you're have th- an there's idea. There's a time before I told you what I think about this series, <laughs> and there's a time after.
0: <laughs> We've approached that time. <laughs> All right, Tom, the top of my list is easy. Is the top of your list easy? Yes. Yes. The very top okay. is easy. I should hope so. The
1: second and, and I... third uh, could swap places. Wow. But the top is
0: the top. Now I'm scared. All right. <laughs> the top of my list is Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Band Aid off. Okay. Um, don't take that
1: Band Aid off on your hand. That giant. Yeah, I need that Band Aid on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Michael has a significant hand wound,
0: just to fill everyone in, so I, I, I was just making sure he wasn't speaking literally. I think uh, I said this on the other podcast, but I lost a fight with a can of corned beef hash. Wow. Well, um, also, I accidentally bought corned beef hash with half the sodium, so it also tasted like shit. Wasn't even worth it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, Maybe by
1: the time your blood seeped into the can the sodium the sodium level have been restored right. to full. Um <clears throat> Okay, well the top of my list so I am gonna i I'm gonna put it to you this way. Oh god. When it comes to Terminator three, Rise of the Machines Oh dear Lord. To paraphrase Pawkins from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm a nuts on the subject <laughs> But to paraphrase Short Round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which is more appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> I may be nuts, but I know crazy. It's Terminator <laughs> 2, Judgment Day. All right, thank you. Yeah, so it's it's such an important movie in the history of film technology, in the history of sequel cinema, and frankly, it's the least problematic of all of these
0: films. <laughs> I'm interested to find out the problems you do have with it, because yeah. no, for I, I me, do. it's one of the all-time truly great sequels.
1: In the Terminator franchise, I agree.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying Godfather 2 level, but I'm saying second tier. It best
1: significant resemblance thematically to godfather 2 true i'll give you that yeah the movie is about the absence of a patriarch (laughs) actually superman 2 as well let's just throw that in there you go yeah right (laughs) they're all essentially the same movies it's it's really interesting (laughs) how many how many uh like big american not even movies like big american texts are about the absence of fathers yeah. If you go back to history, I guarantee it's like over 50%. Anyway.
0: Now, did you see Terminator 2 originally in the theater? Can no, I assume? Or...
1: I would have no? been a little bit too... I've never seen it. I've never seen it in... I've seen it so many times over the years. Weirdly, wow. the version I always used to see on, on cable when I was growing up was the um, the director's cut. Oh, wow. Okay. So I watched the theatrical version this time, and uh, I, kept, I kept waiting for certain moments that, that didn't happen. That don't happen? That, that were all were ingrained in my memory, which is a weird position for this podcast, because normally I'm the other way around, but... Uh, yeah, right. Uh, there There's one big plot point. I mean, the, the director's cut, it's not like a, you know, it's not a producer's cut. It's not a Halloween situation, or a right. Rocky versus Drago, by any means. But, there's but is one... it an
0: Aliens director's cut? his other movie is it like that oh have you never seen it i don't think i've seen the director's cut this, of this i would 2. say there's
1: one plot point which feels like it's missing that they put back in okay but we'll talk about that when when we talk about the movie well,
0: yeah let's talk about it that's interesting but
1: it's fast it's absolutely fascinating because i kept waiting for it to happen and uh it it never did and i i felt short
0: changed by not having it there Wow. Okay. All right. Can I assume you've already let the cat out of the bag um, for your second choice? <laughs> <laughs> why would you,
1: why would you assume such a thing? Well, I want to hear your second choice.
0: All right. I. I really wrestled with. I this. told you it was close. I know, which is bizarre to me. I bet they're two I can, different I,
1: films, but...
0: <laughs> you, I, I but can, we're at least both close. I cannot fathom that uh, any of these other movies comes close for you to the top of the list. Because none of them do for me. Okay. But again, let me... Do, well, hang up. <laughs> let, me, let me also preface this by... We talked a little bit about what do you appreciate in a Terminator sequel? So... For me, it's which part of what part of what I care about are how well made it is. So that's on the movie level. I see why you struggled. Yeah. (laughs) But also how good the bad guy is or the bad girl. Uh... Bad robot. Yeah. How bad the bad robot is. It's not J.J. Uh, Abrams level bad robot. But... And I, I think the last thing I, I look at is how it's not how edge of the seat it is. It's, you know, the one thing that I love about the original Terminator movie is how unrelenting it is.
1: Yes, it's th-
0: this it's an on the go series. You, you The series is always in motion. Right, yeah. and you you always have this sense of in that first Terminator movie. How are they going to get out of this?
1: Uh huh.
0: Yeah, it's how much more they... of a potboiler than any of these any of these subsequent right.
1: movies are. Absolutely.
0: And none of these other movies do that.
1: <laughs> well, they're all. That, I mean, that's the interesting thing. They're all based on the, on term. These movies are all based on Terminator two. Two. Right. Which is not. But, but which Terminator is none of those, 2... Which is none of those things that you describe necessarily, but it's a
0: riff on that that is its own yeah. thing. Yeah. So the thing that's interesting to me is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a perfect choice in the original Terminator movie. He's great. Yeah, Love him. It's inexplicable that you would make a robot with an accent like that, but beyond that, <laughs> you know, we all love... Watching Again, him. you go to see King Kong, you've got to accept
1: that giant gorillas can climb the Empire State Building. Exactly. a suspension of disbelief.
0: <laughs> and the great thing, too, is that once his skin comes off, that robot looks like him. <laughs> you know? That's oh. amazing.
1: Well, that's Stan to Stan
0: Winston, I'd say. I, I agree. So, all of this is to say, the only movie that comes close... By the way, I have no idea what you're going to say. This is thrilling for me. I think I'm going to really surprise you. I because... bet you will. I, I, I think it's about what level of surprise. So for me, the one I end up gravitating to the most, the one that I think's the best made movie that has that unrelenting nature is Terminator Dark Fate.
1: Oh, okay. That's not such a big surprise.
0: Okay. Um, I thought it would be for you. Why? I don't know, because you're insane. Because I know you're going to say Terminator 3, and that's ridiculous. It's the worst bad guy out of all of them.
1: (laughs) I wish you were wrong in your example there, because then I could (laughs) argue with you. (laughs) However, your supporting evidence is sound.
0: The next <laughs> on my list
1: is Terminator 3: Rise of the Machines. Oh, man. Mike. Yes. I I listen. I'm going to coin a new phrase here. Oh, I'm excited. I I think I'm I'm inexplicably drawn towards movies that own the tone. Right? Uh-huh. We've seen this with Superman 3, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Basically, the third of every series we've done. (laughs) That, like, if if you can find like a if 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 you if you set out to achieve a certain tone, um, and you're successful at that, I that immediately bumps something up for me. And Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines is listen is a it it is a it is reinventing the terminator formula as a nihilistic comedy and that might
0: sound contradictory but for me it works <laughs> i don't think they're going for that though i oh, think come it's accidental on. i think it's accidental
1: oh i just dis- i completely disagree and i've always uh. felt that way that's how i know i'm right <laughs> <laughs> i have never questioned myself
0: on this that's how i know i'm right <laughs> The other thing that really bothers me about that movie, and I've talked about it certainly on the other podcasts, and I think here too, it's like a 2003 movie, and 2000 to 2005 or six is right in the wheelhouse of they really think the effects look great, and they're terrible.
1: They're not one of the strengths of the movie, but I would say that it's a common... I, I, I disagree. I think it is a commentary on a 2003 movie, but we'll get there. Um... But the other thing, that, and again, this is where the Velveeta of it all comes into play for me, the, mm-hmm. these failures and successes of this movie are kept in a kind of impossible zen-like balance for me. I find myself like, <laughs> like squirming one minute and squealing with delight the next. <laughs> and, you know, and I'll go back to what I've been saying for the past year, which is that the, the comedic self-spoofing sequel is a, a you know a legitimate sequel subgenre back to son of the shake superman 3 and and to me this this slots right in there um so yeah that's all i have to say at this point
0: all right this is going to be a fun episode I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Listen yeah, oh no, I'll I'll
1: I'll wait. Your love of threes has reared the quote. I have a quote, have a quote from a respectable film critic to bat
0: me up, but I will save it. <laughs> Fine. Alright, I wanna know what your next one is then. Um Okay, my well the next on my list is
1: Terminator Colon. <laughs> There's three choices now. Could be any one of them Come on Dark Fate Okay uh, And yeah it's So re- Well in terms of ranking all I need to say is that This could have easily been second um, There are some interesting wrinkles In the Terminator term- The Terminator formula The Termula Um mm-hmm but that are really interesting really like fascinating to me um but i think its treatment of the terminator franchise is a little bit cosmetic for me i think there are other in there are other things about the movie that interest me far more the one the least interesting about it is is as how it works as a terminator movie um and that's why that's why it's that's why it's top middle instead of like
0: well one, and that's what I struggled with yeah. because I think it's a better made film boy is it than all than all the other sequels other than two I do not disagree with that at all but I think but there are things that it suffers from and it suffer it's 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 mm-hmm. it's trying to deliver a blueprint of the oh. first movie you can <clears> kind you said of it. I watch. Mean...
1: Why yeah. does, I don't understand why we need to go, go back to the circle back to the same few tropes and set pieces. Like literally. You I really can think do it's just because Cameron's want. back. Yeah, right. Is he back? <laughs> the credits <laughs> tell tell a different story. He's
0: half back. From, from what yeah, he's, he's producing, half in the room. But from what I he also wrote the story, not the screenplay, not but the, the screenplay, story no. with a couple of other people I think is his and I read that like he and Miller clashed about s- shit. Uh, so I think he had his his hands, you know, in this cake, <laughs> trying 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 to help bake what somebody else was making. And yeah. I think the movie suffers from that a little bit.
1: Interesting. I I wouldn't say it's, I was actually surprised how coherent it felt, knowing you know how, yes. how many. Um, how many fingers were in the pie, but... Um... And
0: that's what was surprising for me, too, because it comes across as a more coherent sequel than the other sequels.
1: Yeah, but it, it's it's not a very interesting variation on a Terminator film for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't rank it as highly as I probably should for the movie it is. Right. That's it that's really all it is it's not my well i think it's that's a, it's a the... very to me it's like bordering on a lazy idea of, a, of what a terminator sequel is what those wrinkles that they act you know what the sprinkles on the cake that they put there
0: mm-hmm.
1: do something else which is i think amazing but it's got nothing to do with a terminator movie yeah like that's not the success of this movie is is how it how it uses the formula how it rearticulates the formula that's the least interesting thing about this movie for me but right. there's a ton of other interesting shit but
0: there's a ton of other interesting shit and that's why it rises to the level that it does for me
1: well let's 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 go on let's let's, let's keep let's keep ranking yeah <laughs> all right so we we we've had a wait a minute it's you next right you've got to do your third.
0: I have to do my third. So where I where I start coming out now is cuz I disagree on Terminator 3. Uh Well, I I guess you're right in the sense of because Terminator 3 is not being a Terminator movie <laughs> the way we know it, the way Dark Fate is trying to be, the way Terminator 2 is. Uh-huh. So if it's self-spoofing I still I still disagree with that, but <laughs> but it's okay. I have I have like twenty pages of notes for that. I'm gonna say Terminator Genesis. Yes. Boom! You're right. Yeah. Correct. That's my next Okay.
1: next on my list. Don't yet. Yeah, it's sh- but it you shouldn't enjoyed be it. Tom. You enjoyed parts my of pro- it.
0: My problem is that it shouldn't be. No, of course not. It's a <laughs> fucking mess. It's such a mess, and yet somehow it's
1: throwing ideas at the screen like a oh, monkey yeah. throwing shit at a
0: at a cage. It's just it, it's like you can't believe that after the the last two sequels they came up with, and then you have this wait, and and so now we're gonna do a Terminator sequel with Arnold back, you, you have this feeling of we're going to get our shit together for this one. And they do anything, but get their shit together for this
1: shit together. And yet there's, there's something about that movie that remains, uh, that remains entertaining. And that it's, it's, you know, since they're trying so much, they're taking so many big swings. Yeah. That's the other thing. Some of it, most of it doesn't land. Let's Most face of it, it fails. Most of it fails, but occasionally you go, ah. And in the and just the process of watching it is kind of it's diverting enough, and nothing really egregiously annoys me about it, right? And it as it really did some people. Like I don't like, yeah. Anyway,
0: again, saw it in the theater. My first thought was. You know, uneven, but overall, it's okay. <laughs> you know. It's, it and under- then I, as to, I'm to watching me, it, it, gets. Credit. As I'm watching it for this viewing, I'm thinking, this movie's ridiculous. This movie has is. that, like, the ideas are coming at a rate that we cannot catch up to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, somehow, when it ends, you you still think, huh? Eh. Yeah. No. Absolutely.
1: That that is it. And I think I think part of that is like, it it de- while the evidence is not on screen, that it understands <laughs> what a movie is, right? It understands what a Terminator movie is, <laughs> enough. But it hasn't decided what kind of a Terminator Almost movie. Too it much to, so, though. Yeah, it wants to be all of the Terminator. It wants to be all the Terminator yeah, exactly. movies, and none of them, and that's never going to work. But I appreciate
0: the effort. Yeah, sometimes that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I appreciated the effort, all right. but the effort was a failure. <laughs> yes, at least we agree on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this is where. Oh, so we have the the we have the bottom of your list then, right? Salvation's at the bottom for you. Yeah. Right. We've done all of yours for sure.
1: And all I'll add to S- that is um. In the last ranking, I said uh, Rocky, you know, Rocky 4 and Rocky 5 were next to each other in the ranking. Rocky 4 was in the basement. Rocky 5 is in hell. Yeah. In relation to that, Terminator Salvation is in the hell for Satan's.
0: Let me ask you this. Which movie is a better made movie? Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, or Terminator Salvation? Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. The key the key word there is movie. <laughs> what if I said film? Still still a problem. It's the same. I, I, cut
1: out of the bag, I had not seen Terminator Salvation before because I thought it had a bad smell about it. I, I trust my nose more than ever.
0: Mm-hmm. So I hate Terminator 3. I, I, I get that. Hate it. And I but when Salvation was coming out and I saw the previews, I was really I was I thought, oh, we're resetting and we're gonna stay in the future. Interesting place for the series to go. I'm fully on board, and then I saw it and thought. What the fuck?
1: That movie has... it. Ba- I mean, all I have to say in terms of ranking is it barely qualifies
0: as a Terminator movie. That's my problem. So it, like, it we've would been be talking about how all these other movies try to be and... or try to know how to be a Terminator movie. This movie has no idea how to be a Terminator movie. So I have to begrudgingly go Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines... Followed by Terminator Salvation. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, you have to. I agree. Oh, it makes me mad to even think about it, though. (laughs) Can I just say... Like, how bad do you have to be? Can I just say one...
1: Like, uh... Scare quote word to you. By all means. That will make you feel better.
0: Okay. McG. Uh, exactly. Okay. Listeners of the How Dare You podcast know how we think about or how we feel about McG because he directed This Means War.
1: Did he really?
0: By the way, yeah. I'm not going to call him McG.
1: <laughs> unless we're talking about his uh, his, cred- his credit. His credit. The man's name is Josic, Joseph Mcninty, Joseph Mcginty Nickel, and that tells a better story. So let's call him Joe. No, that no, that that I want to use his full name every time <laughs> because he doesn't want me to. You go around right. calling yourself Mcg. You clearly don't want to be called your real name, but that name tells the story better than this random assortment of letters, right? Anyway. Well, those were some hard choices, and it's it not, was over. not easy.
0: <laughs> It was not easy. It was not easy. Because so, should we work back I, then? H- how how do I reward McGee By killing at the him. Fate of Terminator Three. By giving him a it. giving him a humane execution. I hate Terminator Three so much. Should we? I've work... got a good story about Terminator Three, but I'll save it. Yeah,
1: please, please do save it. I have a I have a good story about it, but I can tell you now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the end.
0: <laughs> I think I my story uh lends itself to why I hate it. I do actually have a, a an
1: anecdote that might reveal why I like it more than most Yeah, I
0: people. I uh, some Something I saw on television made me hold an extra grudge against Terminator 3, which is not fair to the movie itself. And oh, yet... you're not
1: being fair to the movie in, in
0: any conceivable reality. Oh, I most certainly am. In any alternate timeline. And that movie's not trying to be a comedy, Tom. It's very funny. <laughs> yes, I agree. But by accident. Talk to the hand.
1: uh should we work back yeah we should let's do that okay terminator salvation terminator bad movie yeah but you know what it's the movie part that causes me to pause there obviously it's bad is it a movie I don't know. McGee's not a film, not a director in the way I understand the traditional role of a film director to control and wield film language. Doesn't have any story. Doesn't have any characters. It's also not an art movie where you can do without those things. It is right. nothing. It is a void, a cinematic Completely. void. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna go like while we're ranking. It's going in the cinematic abortion pile. Yeah. I've only put two or three movies in there so far. It's going, I mean, it, it's automatic. Go straight, Daniel LaRusso, Karate Kid
0: Part 3, straight to the finals. <laughs> straight to the finals. Great. Oh, at some point we'll have to do a special episode. We'll do the uh, cinematic abortion <laughs> episode. We might have to call it something different.
1: <laughs> at least, you know, for the search engine. <laughs> <laughs> if we could call it something different, I'll do it. There you I go. don't want that associated with my name in Google.
0: Oh, that's funny. Uh, what's uh, next? I don't. I, well, I, it's. I, Genis, it's different. Genis-wise? It's different for both of us.
1: Jenny Wise. Oh, okay. Well we're going so, chronologically. Yeah, I mean, oh, we are. I was gonna go. No, <laughs> I thought we. You were did not chronologically. go chronologically. Well, we are in the sort of. In the real
0: timeline, anyway. <laughs> so what All right. The- do you want us... <laughs> putting putting the caveat of of salvation uh, where we did? We could. Do you want to start chronologically yeah, now from Dark Fate? Yeah. Dark Fate back. Dark Fate back. No, let's let's start because let's start with Terminator Two. Because I okay. Well, <laughs> you think I'm going to say Terminator Two is a bad movie, don't you? No, I, actually, that's why I just paused, because I was going to say, let's not finish with something that's a foregone conclusion, and because I, I thought we'd both say it's a good movie, and then I thought, wait, will Tom say it's a good movie? Should we start at Dark Fate?
1: Yeah, let's not start with a foregone conclusion. Terminator 2 is a good movie. Thank you. All right. There's good. more than enough in the writing, the performances, the, the um, direction, the effects alone. In this yeah.
0: movie you could call it a good movie. But boy I still think of that movie. I think of a single effect in that movie that I think is the best effect I've ever seen on film.
1: Oh, there's a handful of them for me. Um also think it's a you know, it's a huge movie. Like yeah. it's a pivot it's a pivotal movie in sequel cinema in film technology. But boy is it one overrated movie? This film is nowhere near as good as it should be. It's so I don't know if it's because it was made in the early 90s and movies from that era, for some reason, date worse than any other movie from any other era. Or whether it's just because this is the beginning at the end of James Cameron as a competent storyteller. But <laughs> the magic is starting to dissipate.
0: All right. Well, I'm fascinated to hear, but we'll have to wait.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So, I, I obviously, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Good. Are you going to go so far as to call it a good movie? Of course, yeah. It's a good movie. No, it's a bad movie. <laughs> listen, it's, listen,
1: it's never as bad as it should be, and that's what makes it a good movie. No, it is. And I remember when it came out the, the the film critic Mark Kermode, who's also, coincidentally or not, a big fan of the Twilight series, um, <laughs> did, <laughs> said something that was you stuck, are not
0: boosting your argument right now, sir. It stuck with
1: me. It stuck with me ever like word for word. Stuck with me all these years. He said, "This is a movie that probably shouldn't have been made." And yet, for a, move, for a movie that should never have been made, it's not that bad. It's not that good. But when I but when I think about it in relation to Terminator 2, Terminator 2 is not as good as it should be, and Terminator 3 is way better than it should be. That's how I feel about it.
0: Uh, wow. There's only one thing I like about Terminator 3: Rise of the Machines. I'll save it. Okay. <laughs> you'll th- you'll think of it before we do the episode yeah <laughs> all right so we both say salvation is a uh, gross abomination yeah what about genesis
1: genesis wise yeah i'm gonna i i i can't call it good but i don't think yeah it's particularly, i can't either but i don't think it's particularly bad it's high right. bad yeah exactly it's passable it's so it's so passable as a movie that i hate i hate not giving it good especially in the context of this series but but it's not good, it's enough. Not good enough it just no. is it just isn't no it doesn't doesn't uh, and there's no two ways about there it there's no two ways about it but but please you know it it, it i feel like if if <laughs> i feel like if a group of people were doing it down i would want to stick up for for parts of that movie that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I couldn't like I couldn't tell them they were wrong. Right. <laughs> but I could tell them that they're not that they may be they may
0: be less right than they think they are. Right. So the one that was interesting to me, because Good Bad wasn't hard for me. I think Terminator yeah. t- 2 is a good movie. These other movies I all thought were bad. Uh, even though I enjoy Genesis more than the others, whoa, whoa, Dark Do
1: uh, You think Dark Fate's a bad movie?
0: No, 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 no. I, I mean okay, the ones okay. we've talked about. Okay. So the one that was interesting for me to choose was Dark Fate. But I, it feels like you've let your cat out of the bag already. So I think I think it's a really good movie. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a it's a better movie than it is a Terminator film.
1: Yes, by, by a long
0: stretch. But that's strange because it's so trying to be. Yeah, an original Terminator movie. Well, what it does with like, Notion... and if it just had forgotten that shit, and did its own thing. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't need. I, I, the,
1: my first, my first and last feeling watching that movie was: this doesn't need to be a Terminator movie, right? Nothing that makes this movie good is related to it being a Terminator movie. It's yeah. what it does with notions of gender and race and modern day politics.
0: Yeah. The overall filmmaking quality. It is so more infinitely interesting than all these other sequels. And
1: it reminds me how, like, non-political the rest of the series is, which is weird yeah. for a movie that's about a futuristic dystopia where, <laughs> where machines <laughs> destroy humans. Yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. it doesn't t- that, Well, and not that, just that, that but we it's... haven't taken a political side until now. <laughs> until 2019. Yeah. It's bizarre. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I I uh I'm glad that we are of similar minds other than Terminator 3. Yeah, that seems to be the sticking point. That that's yeah, that's that's the interesting part. So you know, we'll see where that leads us as we as we move forward. And, of course, next we'll be talking about Terminator 2. I'm fascinated to know uh, your, your biggest problems with that movie.
1: It's interesting to me that I probably have less chance convincing you of the quality of Terminator 3 than, than I did with Batman and Robin. Because <laughs> you came out of that going, yeah, you know, you got a point. I know.
0: And I feel like this, that's gonna, this is going to be a harder sell. Well, because you, you, had, you were able to easily convince me that that movie was not trying to be anything other than what it was trying to be. Right. I fundamentally disagree with you that this movie is trying to be... Huh. I think, I think those, those tuck-to-the-hand jokes, I think those are just miserable jokes that don't work. What
1: about Bad to the Bone?
0: In Terminator 2?
1: Anyway, well, spoil, spoiler alert, you want to know what I don't like about Terminator 2? Miserable <laughs> jokes.
0: I think that joke works better oh, than Talk to the you, Hand. You just, that's just nostalgia. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. The same <laughs> fucking joke.
1: Except they've Yeah, and one did it first. They've camped it up, so you know it's supposed to be comedy. Anyway, we'll get there. Get it out. Get out.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you have differing thoughts about the Terminator series, by all means, you must let us know. I want to know your ranking, so find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com for Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Coming up next, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Give it to him, Tom. There's just more to it than picking the right color. It's the texture, the weight
1: of the material. One wrong choice, it can destroy the look of an entire room. There was this one customer that came to me. He wanted solid colored grapes in a little girl's room. I said, (laughs)
0: don't do it. You need butterflies, polka dots, balloons actual line of better joke better joke than talk to the hand less succinct yeah i don't disagree all right ladies and gentlemen terminator 2 coming up next stay tuned If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator Tony Parham, and co host, musical performer and sound lover Derek Hansen, D Rock if You're Nasty, and I Am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, but as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target. Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice, trying to get that man to... Stay on target. That's the Sounds in Cinema podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you.